This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. Just because you're working out doesn't mean you shouldn't look fabulous. The Inspire Collection by Kalia was designed with both style and performance in mind. It looks good, feels good, and stays put no matter how you move. And the collection has everything you need for a day at the gym. A support bra, crop tanks, bike shorts, amazing leggings, and more. It's their most versatile collection yet. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart Food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. Hello, I'm Josh Whittacombe. And I'm Rob Beckett. Welcome to Lockdown Parenting Hell, the show in which Rob and I discuss what it's like to be a parent during lockdown, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, in an effort to make some kind of sense of the current situation... And to make me feel better about my increasingly terrible parenting skills... Each episode we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how well they're coping. Or hopefully not. And we will be hearing from you, the listener, with your tales of lockdown parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, none of us know what we're doing. Hello, and you are listening to Lockdown Parenting Hell with... See, Josh Widdicombe. Josh Wickham. And Rob Beckett. Rob Beckett. That's really good. Right, bedtime? Nah. There we go. <laughs> that is five-year-old Penny Walker. Penny, what? that was so efficient. It was so efficient. It was almost like a Glaswegian football manager. Just like, let's get this done. <laughs> say the names and we could get it over and done with. Do you know when he's not efficient, Rob? This is Penny saying Josh and Rob's names during her ever-increasing lockdown bedtime. Which went oh, right. from seven thirty to nine PM. Oh, how old is she? Five. She has agreed that if I let her record her voice, she'll go straight to bed after. As you will hear, she lies well. Oh wow. Well, yeah. I think. Do you know what lockdown? I, I, as we're recording this, we're recording this on the Monday um, before Boris announced the roadmap. But eighth of March is looking likely for schools to go back. Josh. How are you feeling about it, Rob? Oh, I can't wait. All I want is my kids to go to school, a haircut and a weekend at Centre Parks. That'll do me. Rob, how far away is a haircut for you? The haircut, it must be another three months, two months. Do you know, did I tell you I did my own haircut, Rob? Yeah, but you don't really have a hairstyle, do you? Just sort of bigger or shorter. How very dare you? You, Yours is just a big, like, ball of hair. Not after I dealt with it, mate. It's absolutely, (laughs) I'm like a sergeant major. What have you no. done? No, well, do you know how I cut my hair, Rob? Yeah. Do you know Kit, who does uh, makeup on, um, yes. and Sammy, who do makeup on Last Leg? Yeah. So uh, they couldn't do my haircut, but they could direct me to do my haircut. Oh, so they, they, they t- yeah, because I've done stuff now where you get makeup people, but they don't, they can't put it on your face. They tell you how to apply it, don't they? Yeah. So I was talked through doing my own haircut, basically <laughs> bunching my hair with my hands. And then, because I couldn't get the knack of it with the scissors in the mirror, because it's actually very difficult in the mirror trying to cut your own hair. (laughs) It is, isn't it? It is. It's really, it's it's very surprising because you suddenly, suddenly the mirror image is a problem. It's like one of those tricks where you have to drive a thing in a mirror or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. So I just had a pair of clippers just to, I was just basically holding my hair out 
and then just clippering the ends off all the bits of hair. Oh, well done. Does it look yeah. all right? What, is, what, did you have it on last leg? If I watch it yeah. on OD, yeah, it can... looks all right. I think it looks quite good. Okay, I'll have a look on all four later to see your haircut. Yeah, two um, right. And then obviously I'll turn it off immediately once I've seen your hair. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> but I think, do you know, actually, for entertainment and television, you are, if you get a letter from production, allowed to get your hair cut. But I think these rules were introduced if you are playing a, like a period drama character, you, you have to have your hair cut or you can't do the show. But, but I think in many ways, us... Rob, you're playing the character of Rob Beckett, which <laughs> Which yeah. is, in many ways, a kind yeah. of Victorian chimney sweep character. In, in a way, it is a period drama. It is, it is a period drama of that time. But yeah, we could sort of bend the rules to get a haircut, but I don't think it's the right thing to do, Josh. No, not when you can do it yourself with clippers. No, I'm exactly. never having my hair cut by someone else again. And I'd argue my Instagram stories are funnier when I've got the hair of Myra Hindley. So, you know, it's working yeah. in my favour, really, the silly hair, you know? Exactly. So would you consider cutting your own hair? No, I can't. No, I'm not very... What about Lou, cutting your hair? She did it once in the summer and it was... It weren't too bad, but I, I'm ever the optimist, Josh. Part of me feels like it's going to happen soon, but I'm going to see what Boris says and then make a decision on it. But yeah, anyway, we'll, we'll see. How, how's your week been, Josh, in uh, Lockie, Lockie D3? Um, yeah, ups and downs. <laughs> Good to know. I was on top of stuff on Wednesday morning at 11.30. I'd say I was on top of everything. Yeah. It was all going well. Uh, Call from nursery. Daughter's been sick. Oh, do you know what? I know this is, I hope she's okay, but I'm not sort of saying, oh God, you're so conditioned for it to be COVID related. I was like, oh, just a bit of sick. (laughs) Old school child illness. Yes, please. Give me a cup, hold a duvet and let's ride this out. (laughs) Well, that's what you bloody think, isn't it, Rob? So. And I, I totally agree with this policy. Being sick is an instant 48-hour ban from nursery. I, I think that's fair. I think ban's a harsh word, like you've done it on purpose. Ban's the wrong word, isn't it? Suspended. <laughs> Even suspended, it feels like she's been sick on someone for effect. Yeah, she keeps trying to go back and they keep telling her to fuck off. It's really <laughs> awkward. Um, so day bad. it's so funny. I thought when she threw up and they brought out the red card, I felt that was unneeded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one was a bit much, wasn't it? And I didn't even know they had bouncers. I thought that, <laughs> I thought that, that was a real turn. Well, yeah, she'd never been sick before. There'd be no need to use them. Well, exactly. So we get the phone call. She's been sick. Obviously, uh, her going in Wednesday, Friday, she can't make the Friday that anymore. So yeah. suddenly, suddenly the complexion of the week has changed hugely yes. in an instant. Yes. But you think it'll be fine. It'll be a lot of clangers and... Sofa. Yeah. To be honest, I'll probably still get all the stuff I need to do done, and uh, Rose will just sit on the sofa and watch the clangers with her. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Because Rose, Rose isn't working at the moment, is she? She does. She no. does us buying and selling. I mean, um, man, antiques. she's she's taking photos of my hand, uh, holding a variety of heavy things. But I mean, yes. Where do you have you got like a, some sort of lock up? The amount of furniture that Rose is shifting online. Oh, and mate. It, is, it feels like some sort of drug baron cover up. Do you know what? Do you want me to just go downstairs? I don't know whether this is a good podcast. Could you fill for thirty seconds? I'll go downstairs. Yeah. Take a photo of my daughter's nursery that we've just moved her out of, and you'll yeah. see what it looks like now. Yeah, go take a photo. We'll stick it on the uh, Instagram. And you can, uh, I'll te- text it to you, and you can, uh, I'll and be I back can, in tw- 10 react. seconds. Yeah, 10 seconds. Um, uh, we've all been to Josh's house on this podcast for one episode, and I'm still in awe of the knickknacks. I think I can hear Rose laughing at Josh taking a photo. Um, but I, I, it's a constant stream of furniture being bought and sold that. Um, I can't, I can't. I don't know where they keep it. If I'm honest with you, and part of me thinks, are oh, they just shipping drugs in it? You buy, 
a hundred pound wardrobe and what do you find in it? A kilo of cake. <laughs> do they call it cake? <laughs> is, cake is cake is cake a drug term? Snow? A kilo of snow? Michael's laughing. And also, why you've spoken on this before. Why am I feeling when you're here? I was gonna jump in, but I quite enjoyed you sort of monologuing to yourself. <laughs> what happened? Well, I, I basically started monologuing to myself for ages. Then I realised Michael was there and he spoke before and we could have just I could have just spoke to Michael. Oh, so bear in mind, a week ago, my daughter slept in this room. Fucking hell, Josh. That is, that's not a house. That, you're going to have to start paying business rates. <laughs> I feel like I'm living in a big yellow storage. Yeah, and it doesn't look bad. It's just, that, it's a, that is a stock room. Yeah, it is a stock room. This is terrible. No, if you do put this, people trying to buy the furniture will have a negotiating sort of strength here by going, no, I know you need to get rid of it. Oh, well, Rob, we'll come to this. Can I just say, sorry for... I will come back to this. I've got so much to tell you. <laughs> yeah, but um, sorry if I just went quiet, but um, I did just mistakenly uh, wheel away from the microphone because uh, I've got a new chair that has uh, loosened my neck. <laughs> oh, wowee! You've got a, a proper desk chair, I've, office chair. I've got a desk chair. I've got an office chair. Is it ergonomic? Oh, mate. Do you know what? I asked my osteopath, I said, I, sh- I should change my chair because I always get I always get stiff neck when I'm in front of the computer. <laughs> See, the problem is now, saying I've got a bit of a stiff neck is, a, is an absolutely fine thing to say, but you yeah. can't say that to the osteopath without laughing now, surely. No, of course. And the word stiff neck to me now doesn't mean stiff neck. It means... <laughs> It yeah. means humorless comedian who's well regarded in Edinburgh but can't sell around the country. Oh, but... <laughs> is that is that what it is? Humorless. I thought that's a bit harsher than stiff neck. I'll just say they, they they spend more time writing. Well, speaking as one myself, Rob. Actually, I'm, I, I actually I take it back because I, I was thinking this the other day. In most circles in comedy, I would be considered quite a loose neck. Only on a podcast with you am I considered a stiff neck. Yeah, I know, but you're 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 only a little bit stiff. You're not a full stiffer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not full stiffer. Thank you very much. You can jump between the two. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're not you're not full blown stiff. So you got a wheelie you got a wheelie chair. That's fun, isn't it? Yeah. Would you have paid the extra thirty pounds to have the man build it, Rob? I mean, it depends on what my sort of um, self esteem situation was that week. Um, I tell you what, during COVID, no. Out of COVID, yes, because I won't want him in the yeah. ass. But did you pay the extra? No, and I regretted it instantly. <laughs> If I'm honest, the only reason I wouldn't get him to do it would be shame. But that is not a, a yeah. reason to do anything. I'm like, I could build a fucking chair. It had a 4.5 easiness rating on Amazon to uh, construction. I thought even... Out of what? Out of five. Fucking hell, that's hard. No, I think it was like, it's good. Oh, maybe it was meant to be... T- <laughs> maybe it was meant to be t- Surely, the, e- the lower the number, the easier it is. Oh, God. Maybe that was the mistake <laughs> I made. Before an easiest, what well, is it? An easy, well, it was like you know, it was like marks out five, and it was like one of them was like construction or whatever, and it was 4.5, which I thought meant it was easy to construct. No, that's a hard one. Oh, I've had it. Well, I tell you what, I knew it was bad. Opened it, it came with a pair of construction gloves. <laughs> oh, my trampoline didn't even come with gloves. <laughs> Who knew a chair came with fucking gloves? <laughs> Tiny pair of white gloves, like a snooker referee, right? Yeah, why would you need that? Well, I haven't done anything with them. I didn't use them. You ain't no glove. You de-glove for it. I went hands nude. You you are tackled a 4.5 difficulty chair bareback. <laughs> You're an animal, Josh. I, I am an animal. <laughs> and get this, no instructions. What? Where did you get this chair from? Uh, I got it from uh, from Amazon, I should admit. I try not to, but it was... It, I. 
I've got Prime and I, ne- I needed yeah, don't, it don't, as stop, a matter apolo- of course stop, my apolo- Stop apologising, Josh. Okay. okay, Everyone uses Amazon. Also, someone's got to support the big man. <laughs> exactly. Um, but can I ask a question? Your house is beautiful, right? But very sort of like vintage and everything's from different yeah. eras and that, like it all goes it together. It out like a sore thumb. Yeah, so you, this chair is for a stiff neck sitch and it's not about the aesthetic and beauty of it. How has Rose dealt with that being in the house? Cause I know Lou would find it quite annoying having something in the house that it serves a purpose, but isn't pretty. Yeah. Well, let me put it this way. My osteopath recommended one of those desks that goes up and down on a remote control. Oh yeah. Twat desks. Uh, yeah. Tw- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know them. The one where you feel like I can't write this email sat down. I've got energy. I've got energy to deliver. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Normally, people that doesn't work in a creative industry have them to look creative. That's what it is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, I would say um, when I signed with my agent, what would this be now? Ten and a half years ago, I went to a meeting with another agent. And when I walked into the building, I could see into his glass office and he was stood up with a hands-free phone <laughs> with his twat desk up <laughs> and, and his hands behind his head as he talked. <laughs> like he was... <laughs> Oh my God, what's that? has got to be a 4.5 on the twat rating, isn't it? <laughs> oh, so, so you haven't gone for the twat desk. You've got your normal desk, but a good No, chair. I've got the normal desk. I thought I wouldn't do the twat desk because yeah. I'd prefer to be in physical pain for the rest of my life than have a twat <laughs> desk. Hunched over like a wanking squirrel, but I'm no twat, mate. <laughs> exactly. I'm no twat. Don't you worry about me. Um, yeah, my back's in pieces, but I'm not a twat. No worries. Um, anyway. Anyway, so you've got the chair and you set it all up yourself. I'll, yeah, well, I would have paid uh, And then I found the instructions. Oh. Um, the absolute <laughs> classic. Yeah. Uh, why was I saying this? <laughs> anyway, uh, the reason I was saying this is we went to pick up my daughter from nursery. Oh, yeah, she'd been sick, yeah. So by the time we got to nursery, you know when you're sick and then... You're just completely fine. Yes. Yeah, you've completely got rid of the bug. It's almost like a tactical sick on a big piss up. Yeah. Yeah. She was fine. Oh no. Full of beans. Yeah. Didn't want to leave nursery. Couldn't understand why she'd let. Was, oh, uh, she. Oh, she can't compute the ban. Can't compute the ban. <laughs> she's got four. She's sitting on a forty-eight hour ban. <laughs> Full energy. Oh no, bless her. And she's desperate to see all the kids. And yeah. Stuff. I'm gonna say it, Rob. Obviously, you would never wish illness on your own child, but it's it's even more galling when they've got a forty-eight hour ban and they're completely fine. Yeah, because you sort of think if if they're ill enough to leave nursery, they're curled up on the sofa until they exactly. feel better. Exactly. It's not a fair swap, Josh. It's not a fair swap, Rob. But there we go. Um, how has your lockdown been? 
Well, last week has been interesting. Well, it's quite difficult to do a parenting podcast because I've been filming with Romesh. Yeah. Um, the, for new episodes of Rob and Romesh Versus. I've been in a flat on my own for a week and Ooh. I've basically been in this flat while we film and I'm just at the end of like a a five-day isolation tester release oh, thing that wow. I've imposed on myself. So I should be going home tomorrow when this goes out on Tuesday. Yeah. I should be, I'll be at home by then because uh, I've not seen anyone. Um, so, yeah, I've been in a flat of my own going mental. In a way, Rob, Yeah, you have been given the gift a lot of us have been dreaming of for yes. the last 12 months. I, yeah, I cannot deny it. it was horrible saying goodbye to Lou and the girls. But the first 48 hours in a flat of my own was glorious. I can imagine. I can't, and I'd, I'd only be lying if I said now. Obviously, it's been a, probably about a week and a half or whatever. I've, I'm missing them, and I really want to get home and lose knack. But poor Lou's been having to look after both of them, so she's had the right shitty stick on the end of this. Yeah. Um, but um, it feels very much like a practice divorce. <laughs> And obviously we're not, we are very happy. There's yeah. no potential divorce, but if yeah. we were to get divorced, the actual day-to-day situation I'm in now is what it would be. Let, I'm going to ask you a few questions. Yes. Did you bring the PlayStation? Yes. Yeah. Did you bring a lot of work to get on with? Uh, yes, but I haven't really done as much <laughs> as I planned because of, if I refer you back to the first question... <laughs> When you got kids, it'd be like, I'd be able to get an hour in about eight o'clock. And then I can't play Call of Duty, the war game too late because I have bad dreams because it's too intense. <laughs> so like, I, I've been playing a lot of that, to be fair. So what was your next question? I've done as no, much they were the only questions. I, I'm, you case rest, Your Honour. What's your food been like? <laughs> well, food, I've, well, I've had to buy loads of food in because I couldn't go to the shops again. But I've been doing keto oh. as well which um, is just no carbs and no sugar. So I've done that for about three weeks now, actually. And um, that's been all right. Actually, it's been quite good to have a little diet thing like that because you can put, sometimes choice is the enemy, Josh. Yes. And yes. then you just think, where should I get a takeaway from here or should I go there? But I just, I've been going to the shops, I've been quite strict with my diet and I've lost a little bit of weight. So I'm quite happy with that. So that's been a positive. But what I'd, what I'd say is though, as much as it's a nightmare having kids in lockdown, and this has been like great to have a bit of time to, you know, do my work and sleep. But without anyone else in your flat, the days are fucking long. <laughs> they are long. Take me, what are your hours? What hours are you keeping? Well, I'm, I'm waking up about eight o'clock in the morning, um, just out of sort of habit, which is a bit of a lie-in anyway, eight o'clock. Then basically, I go to bed about 11 and watch YouTube for about three hours. <laughs> I just can't get to sleep. So I'm not really doing enough in the day to get tired. Oh, so God. it's a very much like, like two extremes. But yeah, it's like the kids do keep you busy. They yeah. do fill the day, even though it's exhausting. But like, I don't know how, they, how those people that did... Um, you know, before we we was even allowed support bubbles, when pe- people that lived alone in a flat on their own in a big city, hat goes off to you. It must have been so hard to do. And I have listened to so many podcasts to like, because it's like company. So I really hope that there are people that listen to this and it just feels like you catch up with mates because that really helped me just sort of doing that. Yeah, but, um, but anyway, I'm, com- I'm, home, I'm home tomorrow. But yeah, no, nothing too mental's happened. Do you talk to yourself? Uh, yes, sort of quite sort of motivational stuff. A bit like a football manager from, from the sidelines. Like, if I've got a bit down, don't worry, Rob, you've done a big shot this morning, you've had a cup of tea, you've gone for a walk. It's going okay. Just do some more Lego and colouring in and it'll all be all right. 
Wow. I've made a Fiat 500. Oh, yeah. At Lego. Nice. I've got a little baby Yoda to do. Um, and I've got, and I've been doing loads of colouring in. Oh, mate. It's mad that you've left your kids and you're doing the exact same thing that they're doing. I know, but I don't, I'm not really one of those blokes that are like, yeah, can't wait to get away from the wife and kids. Yeah, I, like, I quite like being with them, to be honest. Yeah. But um, the colouring in, I sort of think it's a good thing to do in my time, but it does almost look like the notebook of someone on death row. <laughs> You know, like when they like release to the paper, like Charles Bronson's colouring, and you're like, oh my God. Yeah. You know, and I think if I gave it to a therapist, they'd be like, yeah, he's, he's, he's gone quite hard on that leaf <laughs> of that tree. What are your pictures that you're doing? Oh, mate, I'm a strictly Mandela man. A strictly Mandela man? Manda- not Mandela, not just portraits. Oh, right, I was going to say, because there's, there's a lot of colours on those shirts. That's that's going to be a lot of fun to colour in. Oh, yeah, Nelson Mandela. Yeah, basically, I just do different stages of Nelson Mandela, really. <laughs> him at the World Cup final for the rugby, him on the day he became president. No, it's called Mandala, M-A-N-D-A-L-A-S, Mandalas, Mandelas. It's like intricate, like, patterns. I'll, I'll, ta- I'll take some photos and send oh, I'll send one to you now so you can oh, see. Yes, yeah, send one on to me now. Um, and stuff. So I've been doing that. Oh, whoa, you've done a really good job of that, Rob. Oh, that picture? Yeah, yeah I'm quite good at them. Oh, that's lovely. But I've done loads. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll take proper pictures later and we'll put them on Instagram so you can see what's what your, um What's your medium? What, oh, what my felt tip pen. Felt tip pen. fine one. It's no, they're called um, Arteza Ooh. Inconic. Um, and I almost definitely didn't get them from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it, Rob. Yeah. I've just remembered that you said to me that uh, you'd disappeared down a David Icke wormhole. Yes, yes. I was, I've and been... you know what? I thought, well, yeah. that's a bit of fun. We've all disappeared down a David Icke wormhole on, uh, on online to see what, you yeah. know, what's going on there. But the fact you were at home on your own in a flat suddenly gives the whole thing a much harder edge. Do you know what? I genuinely think that if I did another month in it, I'd be a fundamentalist in something. <laughs> Whether it was anti-vax or religion or conspiracy theories, give me another month on my own with colouring in on YouTube and I would be up to all sorts. So it's really quite good that I'm going home. So, Rob. Yes. Do you know what I've started to do, Rob? Yeah. Because I've decided I need to do something before bed to relax. Yes. So get ready to call me the king of the stiff necks. (laughs) Okay, go on. When I was at uh, sick form, Rob, I did A-level photography. Yeah. So I've got really into buying books of photography and looking at photographs. Oh, Josh, that is one of my favourite things. Oh, is I'm it? obsessed with photography books. Are you? Yeah. No. On my life. I tell you when I go, Tashin does all the best posh ones, but they're expensive. But they sometimes do some cheaper ones, but it's they're It's such an addiction. Yeah, it's amazing. Everyone just takes such shitty pictures on their phone and think, yeah. oh, that's what a photo is. But when you see it done properly, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. So what photography books have you got? So I've started with Martin Parr, because are you aware of Martin Parr, Rob? I'm going to buy I'm gonna buy you and get you delivered. A Martin Parr book? I haven't, I haven't experienced Martin Parr. You are going to love it, Rob. Um, so I start with that. And then basically, I've just broadened out 
by reading a bit about him and then seeing the names of other photographers oh. and broadening from there. Oh, I love that documentary photographer. I like that. The stuff, the real yeah. stuff, real British. Uh, You'd British love stuff. it, Rob. It's all about the British seaside. Oh, love it. Oh, yeah, I'll definitely like that. I've got, um, I've got a, I'm, I'm a big fan of Neil Leifer, who's a boxing photographer. And oh, yeah. he's taken all the shots from like Ali up to Tyson and Wilder and Joshua and stuff. But this is my new, it, it relaxes me so much. Yeah, oh, that's good. I thought it was a bit of a stiff neck hobby, but there we go. Maybe I'm a secret stiff one. Who knows? Maybe you're a secret stiffy. I've got a secret stiffy on, in my colouring book. <laughs> but the thing is, though, Josh, I'm very much a man of two parts where I will yeah. do that colouring in for hours listening to podcasts if I'm on my own or on the train somewhere or actually not on the train because it's too jerky, but like in a hotel room before a gig. But I'll also do that all day, feel quite zen, and then before bed, I'll watch Street Fight knockout compilations <laughs> and bouncers on YouTube. So it's like I can't work out I where think- I sit. Rob, I think your problems you're having with sleep are that you're doing your day in the wrong order. I am. I should start with the bouncer fights, finish yeah. on the colouring in. Exactly. Our colouring in before oh. bad. Yes, exactly. Oh, well, that's good. You've got a little... That. Yeah, I think, so that's my new hobby. I do think that's quite important, though, where I got a bit obsessed when I first had kids, making sure that their day's amazing and do stuff for them. But then I realised if I take some time for me, I'll be a better dad when I'm doing dad stuff. And it, it can't... Uh, you're better off to be like... An, totally. A better dad for a short period and then you go off and do something for you rather than just sort of being quite a stressed out, angry dad all day. You know what I mean? Totally agree. Totally agree. It is. So can I tell you about the one thing I did this weekend, Rob? Yes, you can. Go for it. Cleaned out the basement. You cleaned out the basement? I didn't even know you had a basement. Wow, 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 Rob. Would you like to see the before and after? Oh, yeah, it's an absolute multimedia extravaganza, yeah. is it? If people aren't following us on Instagram after this... People are going to have to get more data for their Instagram accounts. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> this on, is the before. Yeah. And here is the after. Come on. Give it to me. Oh, Josh, that is very impressive. Thank you very much. So, it so, spent basically the whole of Saturday on it, cleaning out the basement. So what's your plan for that? Because it's not... It's, it's, it's quite a functional basement because you've got it's all very your, functional. your gas all and electric and stuff down there. And I've seen an ironing board. Is there a potential to turn that into like a little rec- like a podcast recording? No, you know? no, or a, no. Or a, or a cat or a bar? A bar? Well, no, because um, it's got the washing machine and the tumble dryer and the ironing board and all the cleaning stuff just out of shot so, so it is it's just functional but do you know what it's brought up rob an issue in our relationship oh no what's a that? matthew crosby-esque issue come on give it to me i love this so okay. issues with rose and what she does but you haven't have you brought it up with her yet? yeah i have i have brought it oh, up right, with her, okay. and that's part of the issue because <laughs> have you got any issues with lou where she knows it's something that annoys you but i think uh, still doesn't still doesn't remy dear but in, if anything thrives on the fact she knows it annoys you um she does she she does it's when she just decides the house is gonna be tidy even though it's been yeah. a mess for three days and then she'll give me grief for to yeah. be fair if i'm totally honest though i am way worse to live with than right. she is. i will i've got the i've got such a short memory i'll just leave cupboards open and she just says the whole house is a Hansel and gretel trail of what you've done that day she reckons she could write my diary for me just by seeing what I've left over. Oh. So, like, like crumbs on the side. He's had a bit of toast. <laughs> oh, look, he must have got something out of that cupboard because it's wide open. It looks like he's cleaned out the hamster cage because there's bits of hamster cage stuff on the floor. It's CSI like Beckenham. That. That's what's going on. 
<laughs> That's what it is, yeah. Anyway, so what was the issue with uh, Rose? There is a bag of presents that she bought for her cousins and auntie who live mm-hmm. in Nottingham. Yep. For Christmas 2018. Okay, well, part of me is going, cool, that's still a bit late for this Christmas just gone, yeah. even though it's been COVID, right, yeah? That she's been saying she's going to send for, for two and a half years, Rob. Okay, but has she, <laughs> has she sent ones for 2019 and 2020? No, I didn't allow her to buy them until she sent the 2018 ones. And do you know what, Rob? This, this is going to show me a petty man. A, a few weeks ago, I considered throwing the bag away to see whether she would ever bring out, whether she'd ever notice... Yeah, but it's a waste of presents, isn't it? Is. It is. So we're not allowed... They're still wrapped. <laughs> How big are they? I'd say... I was going to say, what are they? But I don't want to ruin the surprise. <laughs> <laughs> when they get them. It's mainly cheese, actually. I uh, know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a bag of wrapped... Yeah. I'd say the size of a plastic bag. Like, plastic bags were. Oh, so it's not massively in the way, no. but it's there, yeah. But it's, it's sat in, in various rooms, and now it sits in the, in the basement, waiting yeah. to be set. What would you do about this, Rob? I would bring them out of the basement and put them on the dinner table. You know, she said, don't put them up. She was furious at the idea that I'd put them in the hallway. As it, By the front door. That's another place I'd put them, That's yeah. where I was going to put them, Rob. Yeah. Why doesn't she just send them? Mate, you're, you're preaching to the choir. <laughs> so what, 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 but what, what's been her excuses? I, well, I don't know if there's any, like, literal excuse, but I think it's always, it's just slightly far too down the to-do list every time. It's never the priority thing. But I think there comes a point two and a half years in when it needs to be the priority. Well, yeah, and I think it's almost quite funny that they get them now as well. So I don't think there's any embarrassment. How do they feel that they've not had a present for three years. Well, I don't know, Rob. I don't know. And you've and not I... seen them in person for three well, years. Well, obviously we haven't seen them in person since... Um... Of course, yeah, but that's there's still... Because that, we're into lockdown well, in 2020. Yeah, that's actually, still we, two have years. Seen, we have seen them in person. Yeah, we have seen them in person. In the summer, you might have seen. Did yeah. you see them in the summer? It's summer 2019. So we would have yeah. seen... This would have been post... I mean, honestly, <laughs> I just want to open them and see what's in there. <laughs> I'm just now in... Rose doesn't know what's in there now, obviously. It's too late. But what if it's loads of people that have been cancelled? It's like, you know, like a Wiley album. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, stuff that was okay in 2018. Signed Wiley album. (laughs) That was really expensive in 2018. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah, that is annoying. But you found that when you tidied up, did you? Yeah. And it's still down there. It's the only bit of mess left in the basement. Just It's just down in the middle of the floor of the basement. I tell you what I'm going to do. I tell you what I'm going to do. What I might do. Mm-hmm. It's for every week they're not sent, I'm going to open a new one on this podcast. Yes, please, Josh. I'll give her seven you, days. This is a great idea. Give her a week sent up. And yeah. then every she listens Tuesday. to the podcast, so I'm not going to say that I've said this. So that will probably give her two days of listening time. <laughs> yep. Two days. So that'll give her five days to send before I'll open one on next I week's think that's podcast. Fair. So, okay, no one message, Rose. Let's do it yeah. like this. Let's give her the week, and then if it's not sent, we open one on Tuesday. Yeah, perfect. Oh, perfect. That's a great Very idea, exciting. Josh. Oh, I'm excited about that. Oh, my God. It feels like we may have an item for this show. We, we may have an item for like this we, show. We're, we're producing from the airwaves here. We've exactly. got an item for the show. Um, that'd be great. I'm excited about this, Josh. Yeah, I now don't want to send them. I'll be absolutely gutted if she sends them. <laughs> yeah. 
Right, Rob, a couple of quick emails. Yes, please, Joshua. Shall we play the game we like to play where I give you the titles and you choose the email? Yeah, that's always good. Okay, fake New Year, emotional low points, or stupid things to cry over? Oh, um, okay, let's separate the crying. Um, let's start with emotional low points, go into New Year, and then have the other sad one. Is that okay. a fair sandwich? Yeah. Right, this is from Ailey McQueen. Hi, Rob and Josh. I was listening to a recent episode where you asked about emotional low points uh, in lockdown and how things can get emotional in surprising ways. I thought I'd share with you a thing that made me cry during lockdown that normally wouldn't have. Number one, a cheesecake. (laughs) I was scrolling on Facebook one day and one of my friends had liked a cheesecake on some cafe's page. I cried because the cheesecake was so beautiful and I was so sad that I didn't have one. I had to turn the telly off the other day because James Martin was on this morning making Chelsea buns and I'm not yeah. allowed carbs. I, I just had to turn it over. I didn't cry. Now, that's nice. I think it's fun. Yeah. I, I think this could be a regular item, things that made you cry that shouldn't really make you cry. Because I, I, I cried at the end of School of Rock, the film. Did you? I was just so happy. Yeah, but yeah, I can buy that, Rob. But that's okay, is it? And the other yeah. thing I cried at the other day was a blind boy at a festival singing along to Jerry Cinnamon. It was brutal. <laughs> he was just loving it. And then was he this even... one of your midnight YouTube uh, trolls? <laughs> Some of the stuff I've been watching on YouTube, Jesus Christ. So I cry for help. I reckon you could pass my search history to the police and I'd get sectioned. <laughs> Number two, she cried at Peppa Pig. Oh, oh, through anger or sadness? In this particular episode, it was Mummy Pig's birthday. Daddy Pig got her a new dress, tickets to the theatre, and then Granny and Grandpa Pig just casually popped over offering their babysitting services for the night. Oh. I cried again out of pure jealousy of the situation and sadness it wouldn't happen to me. Oh, I, do you know what? I could go. As she was reading that, it made me realise... Because the thing is, Josh, life is so shit at the moment, isn't it? Like, you can't even just go, like, and meet your mate for a pint. Oh, mate. It's mental, isn't it? And I'm getting conditioned that it's normal. It's not normal. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. And jealous. Imagine imagine being jealous of Miss Pepper Pig, whatever her mum's name is, Mum Pig. Mummy Pig. Mummy Pig. That oh. is bad. I'm sorry for you there. That is bad. Oh, we've got That's another stupid one. things to cry over. Do you want that? Yeah. It's from Sadie Lawrence. Currently homeschooling a four-year-old boy, not at all assisted by his 20-month-old, 21-month-old sister, in between shifts as a midwife. A midwife? A midwife. <laughs> oh, Jack the Ripper impersonator. <laughs> Just listening to series two, episode six. I mean, I'm not going to be able to tell you which one that is. And heard your question about the stupidest things you've cried over. And I thought mine might be up there. My little boy is absolutely obsessed with dinosaurs and has been for years. This means that he's often roaring to add sound effects to whichever dinosaurs he's currently playing with. During the second of the two times he had to isolate due to a positive case in his class, I asked him to stop roaring for a little while because I couldn't stand the noise any longer. He said no, so I burst into tears. (laughs) I lost it a bit and I think I would class this as my milk tray moment. I think it is a a classic milk tray moment. Yeah, that the problem is they're just they're, really. I think I think it was with Paloma Faith. Also, congratulations to Paloma Faith on her baby. She had oh, it yeah, the other congratulations. day. That when she said about like the kids are actually okay with this, is the parents that aren't coping. And I think that is so true because it's like they they like they just sort of bowed in about going oh yeah home school whatever. And we're the ones that are just one moment away from breaking into tears. Oh mate. 
Oh god. We had to explain it. Um, Rose had to explain it to my daughter yesterday. What, she, what lockdown was? Yeah, she's got to an age. Lockdown's gone on so long that she's now comprehends it. Yeah, that's the same for us. Where my eldest was going. When lockdown ends, can my friends come over? And I was like, Yeah, yeah, you can. But yes, they can. Hopefully, yeah. April. So we've got yeah. So she was asking why she couldn't have her friends over and stuff, and um, we had to explain it while she was sat on the potty having a shit as well. It was I quite would... a weird moment. <laughs> I would like to. I would like to say, though, the positives we can get from this is if your kid is hanging around with someone you don't really like, you can just say to them, no, sorry, lockdown, they can't come over. But, oh, yeah. insert name of kids you do like, they can come over. Yeah, they've had the mean? test. Is that mean? No, I think that's fine. I think that's totally fine. It is weird. We, we haven't actually talked about the new measures, have we, really? But, like, um, it does suddenly feel, I know, like a long time away still from any sense of normality doesn't it well i think from the eighth schools go back and i think i think technically we could meet at a park me and lou yeah. the kids and so yeah. two households could meet and then you you and rose are the kids i think that the weather will help like yesterday yes. i felt so much more positive yeah just because the sun was out for a bit but what i would say is though if i had to be in this flat in august when it was like from 9 a.m to 9 p.m that day would be too long i'd run out <laughs> i'd run out of ink <laughs> I've been Mandela'd off me nut. I can't... The vision of you in that flat is quite bleak. <laughs> um, fake New Year. This is from Jenny Burst. Wanted to email about after hearing about the pretend New Year's Eve party on the 30th. For the last two years, we've managed to convince our boys, aged four and six, that they've stayed up until midnight on Hogmanay by using the previous year's London fireworks celebration on YouTube on the TV, when in actual fact, it was 7.45pm. Oh... I managed to convince my eldest, who was asking why people were allowed to gather in a crowd this year due to COVID, that TV people just added in those shots to make it feel like more like a celebration. <laughs> they weren't really there, but the fireworks and the celebrations were certainly real. They don't question the year being shown, as we just say, it's to celebrate the year being finished. We have a couple mm. of Kaylee dances and the boys are worn out. Uh, having stayed up so late, they're always asleep by 815 not sure if we'll get away with it next year, but we'll probably try. I think that's a very ingenious way. You're giving them a new year. Yeah, I just I do think though you've just got to, your kids grow up so quick. You've just got to get in with like bullshitting them early doors because you run out of yeah. years. Do you know what I mean? So it's worth a go, hundred percent. Yeah, you know, like with bullshitting your kids. Yeah. Like uh, my daughter's obsessed with Christmas. She still goes on about it, and she makes us play. F- uh, she called it Pretend Christmas, where I have to be Father Christmas and she closes her eyes and then you pretend to give her presents, right? Yeah. And I do think, even at three, I am thinking, is she buying this Father Christmas bullshit? <laughs> Hang on, you've got to do a trigger warning here. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you can't, you can't bowl into it like that, Josh. Someone's sorry. got his own in the car. But I'm talking about me being yeah. pretend Christmas. You just gotta just try and drag it out for as long as possible. Oh, Josh, Lewis just sent me the 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 roadmap has been published. Oh. Do you wanna hear it? Yeah, go on. Live reaction. Okay, education, eighth of March, schools and colleges open for all students, practical higher education courses. Yeah. Um eighth So of how March. far away is that? Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. Uh, 8th of March, social contact, exercise and recreation outdoors with one other, with household. We're another household. Oh, that's good. So it's looking like first pint in a pub could be 12th of April. Four days after my birthday. <laughs> no, that'll still be part, that'll be the Monday. It's a long way away, isn't it, Rob? 
International travel might be... Oh, why am I doing this? This is shit. Yeah. Um, it's bleak. Okay, um, Josh. Let's leave that. Have, have you got another email? That Do you want one more email, Rob? Yes, please. Okay. Do you want bedtime routine, portable loose, or how Rob can have wonderful birthdays? <laughs> how Rob can have wonderful birthdays? Because after that fucking mess, I need it. I've got long hair and no friends. Let's have a birthday party. <laughs> Hi, Rob and Josh. Just listening to the latest episode, feeling a lot of solidarity with Rob. Uh, what with my birthday being Christmas Eve and all. Oh. We emigrated to New Zealand a few years ago and Christmas, just for listeners, Rob, what is she referring to? My birthday's on the 2nd of January. 2nd of January. We emigrated to New Zealand and a few years ago and Christmas summer here is a revelation. Nobody goes back to work until at least after New Year's. And as the schools are out until February, it's common for people to take the month off over Christmas and oh. Jan to enjoy the beautiful weather we have all summer long. More importantly, 2nd of January is a public holiday. No way! Nobody is back at work, it's mid-twenties, and everyone's down a beach and having a barbie. Plus, the Kiwis are not shy of a beer, so there'll be plenty of people keen to celebrate with you. Simply, you and your loved ones need to move to New Zealand. Okay, and there's no Covid there. And there's no Covid there. Oh, do you know what? I I mean, that that does give me hope. I've wanted to go on holiday, like winter sun, after Christmas, and have our big summer holiday after Christmas rather in August. Because the UK is so lovely in August. I never get why you waste your money going away then when you can just go to like the New Forest or somewhere and it'd be nice. So maybe I'll shift my annual holiday. But it's the kids, isn't it? That's it. Oh, fucking kids. It's the kids going back to school, isn't it? Me and Luke could fuck off till mid-Jan. Fuck's sake. Fucking kids. Oh, God. I started well. I'm going to have to do some more colouring in to get me out of this uh, roadmap funk. Well, that's um, all we've got time anyway, for on today's we'll episode of Lockdown Parenting Hell. Um, oh, dear. Let's go to New Zealand. Do a live episode from New Zealand on the 2nd of January. Should we do that? Yeah, no, you you can go, Rob, but um, I've, I've got school, school um, dates and stuff. So I've got education to worry yeah. about for my children yeah, exactly. rather than a piss up for your birthday. Yeah. Um, wicked. All right, then. Well, uh, we'll see you on Friday. I think we've got Sean Locke as the guest. Very exciting. Yeah, well, and scary. He's a scary man. He's a scary man. But he was in a. <laughs> no, I was going to say he was in a good mood, but I wouldn't want to lie. See you on Friday. <laughs> see you then. 